right, and we are back for another episode of Joel's Mind. Thank you for everyone tuning in today. Today we have another great episode um, about mindset. Um, this is kind of a little bit of a follow-up uh, from episode five, friends. On episode five, we discussed um, about how friends, are, your friends are your mindset. You are who you hang out with. Um, today we're kind of just talking about uh, your mindset as an individual and how that can deter uh, your your lifestyle and um, where you want to be in life. So uh, today we're going to go ahead and uh, jump right into that after I break down who is the winner of the guest on my Instagram story. Um, so for those of you that um, didn't get the chance to see that, I had um, kind of a pop quiz. Um, I I posted on my story with my headphones uh, with a question, can you guess who I'm listening to? Um, and I, I mentioned if whoever gets it right gets a shout out. And I had pl- uh, plenty of the guesses, um, <clears throat> great guesses overall. I had a, I had a fun time reading them. Um, I really felt like I was engaged with you guys um, for those that participated. So I really enjoy that. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing more stuff like that. So if you guys uh, enjoyed that, um, you know, uh, stay tuned on my Instagram. And now that Twitter has uh, stories, it'll be easier to follow on Twitter along as well. So, um, so yeah, uh, quick shout out to everyone that did participate, had some great guesses. Um, if y'all didn't know, uh, Kid Cudi is one of my favorite artists in the whole wide world. Um, shout out to Kid Cudi. One day I will get to meet him. And I will have him on my show. I am speaking this into existence. And Kid Cudi, you are a unique individual. And um, I'm a huge stan. So, uh, Kid Cudi. I uh, had a couple guesses with Kid Cudi, um, but I was not listening to him. Uh, I had guesses of Joji, which... Again, another great guest. And if you know who I am, I love Joji. Joji is a great uh, singer, very talented. Um, definitely, uh, I feel like he's a lot. He's a little more established now in, um, in the music industry. Um, but he's still, I would say, kind of an upcoming artist. Um, if you haven't checked him out, definitely check him out. Um, Ballards is one of his uh, latest albums. Um, Nectar was the most recent album he dropped. Um, Definitely great, uh, great albums, great um, music. So definitely check them out. And of course, uh, J. Cole. I had a guest on J. Cole. I'm a huge J. Cole fan. Um, as y'all can see uh, at YouTube, if y'all can see, I got all three of those artists' um, vinyls right above my uh, shelf. Um, I do have a signed J. Cole uh, vinyl. I'm very proud of those three artists, uh, all-time favorite artists, um, J. Cole's one of the uh, realest artists out there, very conscious and very raw, and um, really makes you think, and he's not what, he's not about what other, uh, you know, the, the rest of the music industry is really about, he's really about himself and what he wants to say, and I really respect that, I really appreciate that. So, <clears throat> again, um, great, great guesses didn't happen, uh, of course, I had um, a jokester in there. I uh, had a, a shout out Vitas. If you don't know who Vitas is, or Vitas, I'm not sure how if I'm pronouncing it right, um, but he is the Russian tongue clucker. Uh, look him up on YouTube. Um, also a very talented uh, individual. 
And then um, there is a couple others on there that I actually haven't listened to. I'm looking forward to listening to. So I just appreciate everyone that um, reached out um, and uh, guessed all that good stuff, all those good songs, all those good artists. Um, but unfortunately, you guys were wrong. The, none of those that you mentioned um, was not who I was listening. There were some guesses on podcast two, which was v- brilliant, uh, brilliant for everyone that guessed um, about the podcasts, the podcast. Um Again, uh, that's not what I was listening to. That's not who I was listening to. I was listening to uh, an artist. Yes, uh, good guesses. So the person, let me go ahead and tell you who I was listening to first. All right. So the person that I was listening to was, drum roll please, was my boy, my main squeeze, Daniel Lara, Uniquester. I'm a stand for him. I'm his biggest fan uh, when it comes to his music. Um, he, I, for all that don't know, he is a rapper. He does have a project out uh, called 509 One Time. If you all are curious, go check him out. He's a very talented young man. Um, I was listening to a song called Acid Pain. Want to check him out? Uh, look him up. Uh, Unique on SoundCloud. Um, has a couple tracks on there. Uh, that last song that I had on episode five, let me holler at you, uh, is also on that, uh, on his SoundCloud as well. Um, again, great artist, very talented person. Um, very honored, privileged to call him, uh, one of my best friends. And so, yeah, well, that's who I was listening to. Um, now the person that guessed it, the moment we are all waiting for drum roll again, that was my number one fan my baby girl my queen she did guess it who would have thought not me but yes she was the one that guessed it um shout out to you baby i of course you know who i got in my head you know who i'm thinking about um majority of the time so shout out my girl i know it's a little unfair she knows me like the back of my hand and her hand so yeah but so moving forward so today's episode, we are going to be talking about mindset. Um, now, I, how I want to kick this episode off is I want to share a story with you guys. Um, I want to let you in uh, on a moment in my life where my mindset really uh, determined my whole uh, just fulfillment, um, the enjoyment, the happiness, the ups and downs uh, in this moment in my life. Um, and then miraculously, it was an all in one year that um, this at this time, this moment where I I was going through some things and I really challenged myself to alter my mindset. I really reflected and, and realized my mindset was really doing something to me and um, I needed to change it. And I changed it. So, you know, I just want to go ahead and uh, start the episode like that. It was the year 2018. The setting takes place in Ellensburg, Washington. It was the new year, January 1st. Winter was upon us. It was cold and frigid. The winds in Ellensburg felt like razors as they blew vigorously face it was this time of the year so in 2018 i came into the new year 
with a huge L. Probably one of the biggest L's that I've um, have had on my scoreboard, and it was a rough year, rough winter. I just got kicked out of grad school by TKO. I was starting my new uh, chapter, no longer as a student, but as a contributing member of society. And there I was on the hunt for a job. Boom, 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 boom. So there it was, January. Um, you know, there was some other things going on outside of our life that was kind of, you know, partaking, you know, around us. And um, that just made things a little more difficult. But that's not the reason why 2018 was hard, by all means. Um, but it's just another thing on our plate that um, was, you know, difficult. First time experiencing um, a lot in 2018. So I was coming in, coming out of grad school, um, by TKO, um, got kicked out, was looking for a job. Um, one of the first jobs that I applied to, I actually got an interview for, you know, I felt real good. I did my research. I had the interview and I had some good questions. Um, I, you know, I, and I ended up getting an email back, um, asking for references, which usually means they, uh, you know, I made it to the next round or they're going to slip me a, um, a hiring letter. So what happened was for some reason, the, the communication between my references and that employer, it did not work out. They were having trouble getting the references for some reason. And, um, like a couple weeks had gone by, I was, I was, pressing my references really, really hard, you know, to get that to them because I knew what that meant. Um, and for some reason they kept just saying, you know, Hey, we just, we haven't received them. You know, we received one, we didn't receive the other. And then all of a sudden they received the other and they just, the third one wasn't coming through, but, um, they just weren't getting it for some reason. And then weeks kind of had gone by and then, uh, finally got an email saying, uh, we decided that we are no longer hiring for this position. So I'm like, wow, another one bites the dust. So that's how I kicked off 2018, uh, coming off a huge L going in with my hopes up, getting my, uh, first real world, world job. Um, and my nothing, you know, kind of got left with a huge cliffhanger. So, you know, my spirits were at a roller coaster at that point. And so I'm like, you know what? Hey, I just, you know, I got an interview. So you know what that means? I'm just going to get another interview. So I was applying to other jobs. And for some reason, I just had a drought for like legit up until the next six months um, of 2018. I just was not getting anything back. Wasn't getting a call back. Wasn't getting emails back. No one was looking to hire Joel for whatever reason. And, you know, I had a part-time job. I had a little gig. Um, you know, shout out my woman though. She was really the breadwinner at that time, you know, bringing in the, uh, most of the income, taking care of us financially. Um, I was just taking care of, you know, little things like gas and food and stuff like that. But like, um, the, the pressure that we both were under, you know, my girl, she was driving about like a four hours a day round trip, you know, for her work. 
um, to where, from where we lived. And, you know, like she just didn't have really any room for herself. And on top of that, knowing that, you know, she was, you know, the lifeline at that time and, you know, bringing in the income that was supporting us both. Um, it was, you know, super hard on her. So real quick, baby, I love you. I will never forget that. And uh, I appreciate you immensely for it. Um, you are my rider. You're a real one. So, um, I was super negative, um, at that time in my life because of all the, the L's I was taking, wasn't getting any emails back. You know, I thought it was going to be easy because I got that first interview, got the reference, uh, you know, got to that next step and then just got let down. And then after that, you know, I was working side jobs and it just, you know, just little part-time gigs and whatnot, but it just wasn't enough. And it wasn't what I was looking for. Like I, I come out of college with my degree, with a little bit of grad school working, you know, some side gigs. And I'm like, bro, come on now, Joe, like what's going on? Like, you know, and I was trying, man, don't get me wrong. I was trying. So that was on my mind. Um, I was really upset. I was really just down and out about, um, you know, being educated, being everything that, you know, you're told by, you know, society to go to school, get your degree and, you know, you're going to get a good paying job. Well, there I was, you know, so I thought empty handed and just not, you know, not um, aspiring to what I thought I was going to aspire. You know, the funny thing is when I was in high school, I used to tell my friends, don't go to college. I used to tell them it was a waste of time and it was a waste of money. Don't go to college. I'll tell you what, in 2018, that thought revisited my mind and I was saying exactly that. Damn it, Joel, you were right. It was a waste of time and it was a waste of money. Now look at you. Now you just got a piece of paper, no job, no income. Your girl's taking care of you and you could barely get any food on the table. You wasted your time and you wasted your money. That shit hit me hard. That shit hit me hard, man. Like, it was tough, man. 2018 was a real fucking bitch. But you know what? It was all my mindset. That was me telling me that. That was me saying, hey, you know, you're not good enough. Saying that everything you worked for, was it, was, it didn't mean shit. No one else was telling me that. My girl wasn't disrespecting me and telling me shit like that. She wasn't nowhere saying nowhere, anything near close to that. The only thing she was doing was holding me accountable and saying, hey, did you apply today? Did you get any calls today? No, baby, I'm sorry, I didn't. It was real tough, man. It was real fucking tough. It tested our relationship. It tested our mental toughness. It tested, tested my grit, my perseverance, my confidence. I really was struggling, people. When I say I haven't been in a dark place or, you know, when I talk about a dark place in my life, that's one of the times. It was in 2018. I was fucked up to myself. I was really negative, very abusive mentally. Um, you know, I just just a bully, you know, and uh, it didn't help. It really didn't help. There was no reason for me to do any of that, you know, and I understood that my mindset at that time was very negative and very ugly. And 
it was very difficult. Um, I was abusive to myself. I was not physically, but mentally, you know, I would, you know, talk shit to myself all the time. And, you know, looked at myself in the mirror, just didn't like what I saw. So I questioned everything. I'm like, man, you know, like, did I all do this for nothing? Does it just not work out? Like, you know, I was looking at my, my peers, my, my friends, and I'm like, man, like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy they're in their careers. They took off and they're doing good. You know, when's my turn? When's my shot? When am I going to be, you know, financially stable and start taking care of, you know, us? I knew from day one that, you know, having a degree didn't promise you a job. It didn't promise you uh, success. That didn't, you know, a degree was just only, you know, to be honest, it is a piece of paper that shows some type of credibility. But what you do with that piece of paper, it all, uh, it all depends on you. You know, there is no golden ticket. You don't automatically get employed, especially nowadays. It doesn't work like that. So my mindset was trash. Mentality was trash. I felt entitled. I felt I was taking things personal. I'm like, man, why just, you know, like, why am I not, you know, what, what is it that I just don't have, you know? I didn't have experience. That's what it was. But at the time I was just like, man, like I, you know, give me a shot. You know, I was president of the psychology club at Central. I got some experience with grad school. Got a minor in business administration. Like, you know, I've been working throughout my time in college. You know, I don't have the experience that they're exactly looking for, but I obviously can work. And I was just upset, man. I was just, I was, and I felt entitled. I'm like, I felt like the world owed me something. I felt like I was deserving of a job. That's all I wanted was just a job. And it just messed with me so bad that I... I let it get to me. I let it break me down. I let it change my perspective. My mindset was just very negative, very um, unmotivated, unsupportive, and like I said, entitled. So much so that I found a job that actually offered me a position. But I didn't really like the pay and I didn't really like the hours. I really felt like I was not going to be on a set schedule and had to be on on call 24-7 and I just wasn't didn't know how I felt about that. And to be honest, looking back at it now, that was a perfect job for me. Like, that was a great experience. I would have knocked off a lot of boxes um, if I had just, you know, accepted it. But like I said, I felt like I was deserving of something. I felt like the world owed me something. And I was just, you know, I, I also had another, you know, job position. So I thought in the bag. And so I was waiting to hear back from them. And so there I go. My entitled ass was like, hey, you know, I'm actually waiting here back from another job. Can I get back to you? They're like, yeah, sure. When I finally got back to them, they were like, so, you know, what, Joel, we decided to rescind our um, our hiring letter. And uh, we decided just to continue with the hiring process. We didn't think you're ready for this position. And I was shook. I was shook. That was probably... The, the bigger L that I took aside from, you know, getting kicked out of grad school because I was in a position where, you know, I could have landed myself, a, you know, a job and got out of the side gigs that I was doing. And that shit ripped my heart out. Like my gut hit the floor and I'm like, damn, are you fucking serious? Like, can you even do that? And I just was. I was really upset with myself. I'm like, damn it, Joe. Like, how'd you let that slip through your fingers? 
again, my mindset. I felt entitled. It's very negative. I was very just not in a good spot. And so there I was trying to figure it all out. And I was doubting myself. I was doubting my abilities. And so one day it finally clicked. And I said, fuck this. I ain't doing this no more. If I'm going to go through this journey, I'm going to fucking enjoy it. That's the last thing I'm going to That's, that's the one thing I can do is enjoy the fucking process. Because I finally told myself, I'm like, it's not that you're not going to get a job. It's not a matter if. It's a matter of when, Joel. And until that happens, you're going to enjoy the ride. And I turned my mindset. I flipped it like a switch. I stopped listening to myself. I started listening to YouTube videos. I started listening to motivational stuff. Call me a cornball. But that shit helped. Because I finally stopped listening to those voices in my head. I stopped listening to those thoughts saying that I was worthless. That I wasted my time. That everything I I did. All the sacrifices. All the, the staying up late. All the times I've missed my family. And all the times that I had to you know say no to them. All the times that I was fucking broke. I finally stopped listening and saying, you know, hearing myself saying it was all for nothing. And it worked, people. I finally was listening to other voices. I was finally listening to other people telling me things that it's like, hey, you are capable. You can't do it. Don't give up. I needed that shit. I needed that shit. I needed someone in my corner telling me I was going to do good. And it wasn't even that my girl wasn't. We were just so on an indifferent page. We were just, you know, invested in ourselves at that time, trying to just get through the day. And it was hard. You know, at that time, it was hard to lean on each other because we were just barely able to stand up. And I, so I started, I started listening to these videos and I told myself, I'm like, Joel, you got something on your resume that people are striving hard to get and you finally have it. It's not that you're not employable. It just hasn't happened yet. And once I finally told myself that and I switched that, I turned my mindset around. That's when I really started becoming fun. And that's when I started learning about myself in a way that honestly, if I didn't, man, I probably would never have this fucking podcast. I would never be at where I am at in life. And. It just was a beautiful fucking lesson, man. That's all it turned into. It turned from a big loss to a huge lesson. I gained my self-confidence back. I gained my grit. I, I remembered who the fuck I was. And honestly, there is nothing more empowering than that. And that all started with my mindset. So I told myself, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So I turned into a number game. I started applying anywhere and everywhere, whether I was qualified, overqualified, or underqualified. At that point, I didn't care. I just needed to get somewhere. Doing the most, passing out applications left and right, passing out resumes, had them on deck, had them inside my car, ready to hand out to anyone and everyone. And it no longer was an L. It was no longer like I didn't get a call back today. It was Okay, that's one more step closer. That's one more job closer. That's one more that's one more application closer to the job that I'm going to get. And people, man, when I turned my mindset around, that shit was beautiful. I started doing affirmations. 
waking up. I believe in myself. I am confident. I am employable. I am a hard worker. All that stuff, all that, man, it works. It's not It's not for anyone else. It's for yourself. It's for your mind. It's for your soul. It's for your belief. And if you don't believe in it, it's not going to work. If you don't believe in anything, it's not going to work. And I believed in it. You know, at first I felt a little weird, but I'm like, what the fuck do I got to lose? What do I got to lose? I'm already losing by, you know, not getting a job, but what more else can I lose? So I put my, put myself in an uncomfortable position. I said, fuck you. I'm going to look myself in the mirror and I'm going to say what I need to say. And I did that. So there I was, you know, and at that time it was a little, it was like dead ass. It was those first six months that were terrible. I had a shitty mindset. The rest of the six months, the other half of 2018, that's when I switched that shit around. Came June, July around there. And I enjoyed it. I was having, I was losing weight. I was eating better. You know, my relationship with my girl, it, it got stronger and it got better. We didn't give up on each other. And, uh, we kept going. And so when I got when I got those emails finally saying, you know, we didn't we were we're deciding to go with another candidate. I was like, yep, okay, that's you know, check that one off the list. How about the other ones? I started focusing on what I could control. Couldn't control the fact that I, you know, I didn't get hired. There's no reason to. No reason to, you know, get hung up on it. So, you know, and then my dream job appeared out of nowhere. You're on Craigslist. Wild West. A job that I never would have obtained, people, if I was not going through this experience that I'm sharing with you right now. I found an ad to work on a pop farm. Guess what? Your boy got suited and booted. He sent about three emails saying, hey, yo. I'm your man. I'm your guy. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to do what I got to do. And it was cool, man. I ended up getting a job at a pot farm. I worked there for about three months. And that whole time, I was still applying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was enjoying the process. Like, the beauty, the beautiful thing out of that was I ended up getting a job at the pot farm. Um, Shout out to Mammoth Labs. If y'all uh, fuck with dabs or any wax or any um, concentrates, Mammoth Labs are your people. Definitely uh, check them out. Um, so, yeah, I was working at a pot farm. And, you know, at that time, dude, it was hard. It was hard for me because I was, you know, I was not smoking. I was making sure I was ready to stay clean for you know, for a, a drug test, you know, I had to keep my, my, my eyes on the prize, even though I was working at a pot farm, I had you know, my dream job, I, you know, I had to remember, like, this is only temporary for now. I'm still like, there's an end goal. And, you know, so it was difficult. Um, but, you know, I made it work, made it happen. I got my experience in, I learned about growing, learned about trimming. Um, I'm, you know, it's on my resume. I'm a, a professional joint roller. So, um, it's, it, it was, it was a, an interesting experience. So the whole point of that is I ended up enjoying the struggle. Just like J. Cole says, there's beauty in the struggle. And there was, man, there was like, I was not, I was finally providing, um, you know, enough for us both. You know, I was finally pulling my own weight and, you know, in, in my, in, in my life, that means a lot. Like if I'm not pulling my weight, 
and then I'm not doing something right. And, uh, so I finally was pulling my weight, man. I got a job at the pot farm. I was still applying. And then I had another interview and guess what people with my new mindset, with my new outlook on life, on understanding that it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when I finally had, um, the interview that I was looking for. And we had to do a test for the first part. I passed that test, made it to the second part, made it to the interview. And I remember it clear as day. I get a call from the hiring person, the person that I was throwing on the whole uh, interview, coordinating it all. They gave me a call. And they're like, hey, you didn't get the job. And they're like, we don't normally call people to let them know that they get, you don't get the job. But we just want to let you know um, that we did go with someone else. But we want to pitch you on a list. We want to pitch you on a list. Um, if, you know, we decide to hire more people, if you'd like to be on the list, you'd be one of the first people we call. I was humbled. I was like absolutely pin me on the list and so i was like all right it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when i get a call maybe 30 minutes 45 minutes after that from my boss from the pot farm and he's like hey joel i just want to give you a call and um you know winter's coming we're starting to slow down I hate to do this, man, but we're going to let you off. The same day, people, the same day, I got told no. I didn't get the job. And then moments after that, I got fucking laid off. I remember looking at my girl. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm being tested. 2018, you're testing me. And I just... I was, I, w I was a little defeated. It brought me back. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> of all things, of all people, that would happen to me. But I remember looking at my girl and, you know, she had the most empathetic eyes. She said, it's going to be all right, baby. We're going to get through this. And I was like, yeah, you're right. We will. And we did. Again, I got myself a little side job. And, you know, I was employed within, you know, less than a month. Again, not the job that I was looking for or hoping for, but enough to pay the bills. And, you know, sometimes you got to do that shit. Sometimes you got to suck it up and swallow the pride and do the things you don't want to do just for, uh, you know, a temporary time. So there I was from another job. And it was in December. Um, I finally got a call. And it was for the position that I'm currently in right now. It was not a matter of if, it was a matter of when. And I was with my mom, of all people. And they're like, hey, Joel, are you still interested in working for us? I'm like, absolutely. Great. You start January 2nd. Love it. I'll start tomorrow. And so... That was my that was my story of mindset. The sum of the story is 
my mindset. The biggest thing, the biggest deciding thing in my life in 2018 was my mindset. It was because I spend the most time in my life, in my days with myself and more so in my mind. My girl was gone. You know, we had a roommate at the time, but, you know, they were gone. They were doing their thing. And I was alone a lot of my time. So the time that I was with myself, the only person to I was speaking with was myself. Those first six months, people, I was negative. I was entitled. I felt like the world owed me something. I felt like I was deserving. Um, and I just was doubting myself. I was in disbelief. The second half of 2018, I told myself, I said, chin up, buttercup. You're going to get through this. You're going to be all right. It's just temporary. It's not forever. I was listening to those motivational videos and it was aligning with my life. The things that they were saying, you know, not to give up. And I'm, I'm a resilient motherfucker. I tell you what, but 2018, I just was really, you know, I was really feeling entitled. I was really feeling you know, I, I had an interview. I had a job locked in in the very beginning. All of a sudden, it disappeared, and I'm like, "No, that's it. Ain't ain't nothing but a G thing. Let me get another one." I didn't get another one for months, people. Like, I didn't get another legit interview for the position that I was looking for up until the end of 2018. I tallied up how many times. I applied in 2018. I applied to 38 positions. 38 positions all across the board from cooking positions to cleaning positions to coordinated positions, uh, program managers, caseworkers. From the very bottom to the very top, I applied to 38 different jobs in 2018. And, you know, I finally got one. That's all it took. When you think about it now, 38 times, that's not too bad. That's like, to kind of put that in perspective, if I applied every day to one job a day, it only took me 38 days to apply. But, you know, when you're going through it, when it's not, you know, like that, you're going through and you're not feeling like this is happening sooner than later you're seeing the L's. You're 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 like, damn. Like, why why am I not getting ch- chosen? Why is no one picking me? You know, your mind really does something to you. It plays games on you. It fucks with you. It tells you you're not good enough. It tells you you're worthless. It tells you that you know you were right. You know, you never should have done that. You should have just stayed in the box that you you built yourself because that's where your comfort was at. And, and realistically speaking, people, it, it really only took me a year to find a job that was what I was looking for. The job that I was, you know, wanting to, you know, get myself into. It just, it was very humbling because it was like, you know, you're not promised anything. And I knew that, you know, I knew that from the get-go. I knew that from college. That's why I used to say that shit in high school. College was a waste of time and a waste of money because it never promised you a job. And so I finally went through it and I finally lived it. And I'm like, God damn. I was right. It didn't promise me a job, but that didn't mean I wasn't going to get a job. It didn't promise me, but I did have to work. I did work, you know, just as hard as it was while I was in school. And it happened. I got myself a job and all because I switched my mindset. I was, you know, able to see, see things for what it was and 
you know, tell myself, hey, it's going to be all right. It's not nothing personal. You just got to keep going. You got to keep moving forward. And that's exactly what I did. And so the moral of the story is, people, it is about your mindset. It really is about your mindset. The first six months of 2018, it was terrible. I was in a very dark place in my life. Uh, My relationship was very rocky, not because we were in love with each other, not because we didn't care about each other, but because the stressors in life were being stressful. And they were really testing our might. They were testing our mental toughness. They were testing, um, you know, our ability to persevere, our ability to get up and, you know, keep going. It was difficult, very difficult. You know, I had to, I had to remind myself, you know, all the hard work in was for something. It wasn't for nothing. But I was so fixated that, you know, it should be easy. It should be, it shouldn't be like this. It shouldn't be so hard for me to get a job. But the truth of the matter is, people, life is unpredictable. We don't know what is going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Shoot, we don't even know what's going to happen from now to the moment we close our eyes. Anything can happen. And it's all about your mindset. Your mindset is going to get you furthest than life. If you want to be happy, it starts with your mindset. If you want to be successful, it starts with your mindset. If you want to make a lot of money, it starts with your mindset. If you want to be the greatest father, our mother, husband, spouse, wife, brother, whatever, it starts with your mindset. You need to have that conversation with yourself and remind yourself who the fuck you are, what you're about, what you want to do in life. And so that's what I want to talk about today. There's a couple points from that story I want to highlight. And that first point is you need to identify your goal. You need to identify what it is you're trying to accomplish, what it is you're trying to overcome, what it is you're trying to change. Once you got that figured out, everything else becomes a lot more easier to align up. Okay. For me, it was getting a job. It was a specific job. It was a job that was going to help me in the future to get into the position that I was looking to get into. It was going to give me the experience that I've been lacking And get me in the field where I can apply my knowledge of my degree. I had a very particular goal in mind. That second point that I'd like to make is identifying the mindset. And identify the mindset that I had. I was miserable, people. I was miserable. I was not happy. I was not in a good place. When I talk about a deep, dark place in my life... 2018 was one of that. This the first half of 2018. That was that is one of the dark moments in my life that I do not want to go back to. When I understand that I'm feeling some type of way or I'm I'm stuck in my mental and I'm going through some shit and I feel like I'm going back to 2018 that I'm going in a really fucking dark place and that's not a place I want to go. It's hard. It happens. It's not about Why are you there? It's about what you are going to do to get yourself out of there. 
<clears throat> you can only play the victim for so long. You can only ask why for so long. You can only ask for help for so much. When you're really trying to become a better version of yourself, it starts with you, people. If you don't believe in it, it's not going to work. If you're not ready to make that change, it's not going to work. If you're not tired of being tired, if you're not done, it's not going to work. When you're done and you're like, I don't fuck this. I'm done. I'm sick of this shit. I need to do something different. That's when you're ready. That's when you got that fire underneath you. Now I'm talking about real change. I'm not talking about like people that are motivated to get something new in their life. I'm talking about the people like me that was in a deep, dark place. And you only the only really person that can really get you out of that is yourself. Friends, family, loved ones, they're gonna be there for you. Ultimately you decide when you're gonna, you know, do something about it. And that's not to make you feel less than a you know a person or anything like that. Not saying that you're not doing that now, but it takes commitment, it takes execution, and it takes authenticity. So identify your mindset. Look at yourself, observe your thoughts, observe the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you um, speak with others, the energy you give out, the attitude that you have. If you're coming home every day and you're making people go to the room or, you know, avoid you, there's something that screams out toxicity, that screams out there's some bad going on. You're radiating this type of energy that doesn't make people want to be around you. That shit's real. So, point one. Identify your goal and be specific. And then identify your mindset. Observe yourself. And then moving forward, identify the mindset that needs to change. The mindset that you need to start implementing. So once you identify the mindset that you are, you need to accomplish that goal, from there, you need to go ahead and execute. You need to execute and you need to stay committed. During that time, from that very first six months, I was listening to YouTube videos, people. I was such in a dark place. I was such in a bad place that the voice in my head was so negative and so toxic that I was just like, I need to listen to something else. Like I need, I just, I just need to listen to something else. Music's not cutting it because I'm not listening to music. The music is just, is intensifying my thoughts and my focus and my mind. I need to listen to someone else. And so then that's where I started listening to YouTube videos, motivational videos. And it wasn't the first time I had done this. It was something I used to do in high school to kind of get me going before a football game or before a wrestling match. So I, I revisited an old avenue and I started listening to these motivational videos and I really needed that. That as corny as it sounds, I really needed to hear another voice that wasn't going to beat myself up. And so that's exactly what happened. So there I was listening to positivity, to, um, you know, motivational, supportive thoughts and words. And that helped that helped me a lot. You know, I stay committed to being a better version of myself, being positive. And again, that execution of, you know, staying committed to this new mindset. If I gave up on myself, I was giving up on my ability to continue to push forward, my resilience, my perseverance. So execute. And lastly, 
you need to understand the battle between your old mindset and your new mindset. Your old mindset is going to come and attack you. Your old demons are going to come and ask you to come play with them. They're going to ask you, hey, do you really want to do that? Is that what you really want to do? Do you really want to be that person? Is that the job that you really want? How about you come over here and, and do this? How about you come and hang out? And you know what I'm saying? Your demons are going to try and knock on your door and they're going to want you to answer it. But that's where you need to understand the old mindset and that new mindset are going to you're going to have a battle. That inner turmoil turmoil is going to happen. But you got to be stronger than that. You you know, the regression is part of the process. It's part of the journey. You're going to do things. You're going to go back to the things that you were comfortable with because that's that's part of our human nature is patterns. We're used to patterns, but you got to break the cycle. You got to break that pattern and you got to understand when that happens. You got to be aware that when your old mindset starts to kick in and starts to try and to, to take over and those voices in your head are starting to tell you, you should start doing this again. You should go back to doing what we used to like to do. You just need to understand that that's going to happen and that's, that's okay. What's not okay is for you to go back, stay there, and give up okay i don't care how hard it gets i don't care what you face okay people do not give up doesn't matter how hard it gets no matter how crazy the waves of life get how high they get how rough they get don't give up there's no reason for you to give up you already know what it's like you already know what it's like to have that old mindset and not get the results that you want There's no reason for you to go back. The definition of insanity defined by Albert Einstein is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. People, if you continue to go the old mindset that's not getting you where you want to get in life, you're not ever going to become the person that you want to be. You already know what it's like to be that person. You already know what it's like with that old mindset. Don't fucking go back there. There's no reason for you to try and be like, well, maybe this time it's going to work. It's not. Just like the relationships and the people around you that are telling you that you have that are toxic and negative and that abusive person is still there. Well, maybe this time they're going to be different. Maybe this time they're not. Do not go back. To the ways that are keeping you from being the better version of yourself, okay? Do not allow those old demons to infiltrate your mind and convince you that your old ways were better than your new ways. It's going to suck. You're going to lose. You're going to take L's. You're going to fall on your face. But what matters is when you take that L, you turn into a lesson, okay? I got laid off. And I got told no the same day, literally 60 minutes apart. As long as it took me to take that test was as long as it took for me to get that second call and get told that, hey, you're going back to the same predicament that you once were in. But you know what didn't change was my mindset. My motherfucking mindset. That's the only thing I had. That was the only thing they couldn't take away from me. So I strongly encourage you people not to give up on yourself. Don't go back. There's no reason for you to go back. You know what it's like. Ask yourself, do I want to go back there? If Joel decided to go back to that toxic self and that negative self, I don't know where I would be at right now. 
I wouldn't be where I'm at. The reason why I feel so passionate about this is because we are our worst enemy. Our mind is our worst enemy. We hold ourselves back from being that best version of ourselves because we believe in what other people tell us because we believe the negative voices in our head and that are saying that we are we're, we don't we're not capable of mounting to anything. I never should have done this because I'm not smart or I, you know I don't have the experience or you know my life wasn't didn't set me up to be this person. Fuck that. That's all bullshit. That's all excuses to keep you in that comfortable pattern. So don't listen to those pattern people. You're trying to be a better version of yourself. You need to put yourself in a comfortable position and you need to accept the L's in your life. That's going to happen. You're not going to walk this world, you know, flawless. You're not going to walk this world unscathed. You're going to fall on your face. And you know what? Those are the moments that are beautiful moments. There's beauty, the beauty in the struggle, just like J. Cole says. There is beauty in 2018. As much as it sucked for me, people, I fucking loved the fact that I found myself once again. I lost myself, but I found myself and I didn't give up on myself. I didn't turn around and say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go do something else. I, you know, the five years in school and the little bit of grad school that I did, you know, I'm just going to keep that, tuck it away and, you know, go find a job and just, you know, do something else. I didn't do that. I didn't give up on myself. And if I did, I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't be talking to you through this mic. Wouldn't be, you wouldn't be listening to me on your headphones, on your speakers. There's amazing people in this world. There's a lot of motherfuckers out here with a lot of potential. But the only thing, the only person that's holding them back is themselves. And I was that mother, I was that guy holding myself back. And you know what? Some days I hold myself back and it's hard. It's an ever, it's a never ending battle. So, so that's why I encourage you to continue to be a better version of yourself. Because those demons are not going to go away, people. They're going to continue to knock on your door. They're going to wait until you're weak and vulnerable. But it's all about your mindset. You have a solid mindset. Those demons are going to continue to wait. They ain't going to get you. So with that, I just want to revisit getting started my ebook. Go check it out. My ebook will help you identify that goal. It will ask you a couple questions what you want to do in life, what you're about, what is it you're trying to accomplish. It will help you understand your timeline and put your life into perspective. Sometimes we need different perspectives in our lives. And listening to those YouTube videos, they really help put different perspectives in my life. They help me look at my situation and not be so down and out about it and understand that it's just part of the journey. It's part of a, a, you know, a chapter. It's just a story that I'm going to be able to tell the rest of the world and let them know that there is a brighter days. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And there is people. So go check out joelsmind.com. Hit the link, get ebook, sign up for it. I will email you a copy personally. You will get the ebook and you'll also get a planner that will help you stay consistent, that will help you continue to strive to be that better version of yourself, okay? <clears throat> it, it talks about affirmation. There's a spot that allows you in that um, planner to write an affirmation every day. It allows you to reflect, allows you to think about what you did, how you did it, and how that made you feel. So go check it out. If you're feeling like you're needing some extra help or some guidance, Go check it out. The ebook is free. You don't have to worry about paying anything. That's not what I'm here for, people. Keep your money. 
keep your sanity just become a better version of yourself okay because you deserve it the world around you deserves it the people that love you most deserves it they deserve to see a better version of yourself not that you're not great right now but so that you can be the beacon of light in your world and in the worlds of around you so with that i want to leave some food for thought call me crazy call joel's minds crazy but I strongly believe I strongly believe that there's good and evil in this world. That there's external forces around us that feed off our energy. Okay? Call me crazy. But there's positive and negative forces. There's good and evil forces out there that will linger around if you allow them to linger around. And I truly believe they linger around on your day-to-day attitudes, your day-to-day actions. If you're a good person, if you think about others, if you, you know, set boundaries and you are aware and present, that kind of energy, the, the, the world around you will become such a brighter place because you will be able to control what you can control, which is yourself. The evil in this world, the negative in this world. I do believe if you continue to be negative, you stay negative, or you have no drive to become, um, to be happy or enjoy the process, the enjoy the journey. Those negative energy, that negative energy, will become stronger, and it will weigh heavy on you. And the reason why I say that is because there's some motherfuckers out there that, over the years. They become bitter. They become more sour. They become less likable and less easier to be around. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, pay attention to the years coming ahead, to the people around you that do have that negative energy. It's unfortunate. But there's so many people out there in this world that suffer because because they don't want to break that cycle. And when I say that, I'm not talking about the people on a routine medication of some sort, you know, or in therapy of some sort. Those people are doing something to try and become better. I'm talking about the people that were just like me, that were stuck and blaming everyone around them, blaming things around them. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about anyone else but the people like me at one point in my life. So, food for thought good and evil in this world it's up to you to decide what energy you're going to feed now i'm going to go ahead and close this episode with some questions so i as usual i um posted it on my instagram uh, asking if you had any questions about mindset so uh, i do have a couple questions i'm going to go ahead and answer those questions right now first question in your opinion what's the best mindset to have This is a great question. I truly believe the best mindset to have is to be a better version of yourself. The reason why I believe that is because if you continue to be a better version of yourself, I do believe that you will continue, you will fight that negative energy. You will fight the evilness around you. Whatever demons that you have in your mind and in your heart, if you continue to be better, 
you're going to be better than that evilness. You're going to be better than that demon. You're going to be better than those negative voices. You're going to learn about yourself. You're going to learn how to be a better communicator within yourself and to others around you. If you hide the mindset of becoming a better person overall, that will set your path up to unlock that full potential, to be the best version of yourself, to be always, to continue to be the better version of yourself. That's what I do believe the best mindset to have. My next question, how you deal with turning off that immigrant mindset of needing to work for survival? This question is very interesting. Now, I am not an immigrant, so I cannot speak, um, you know, from uh, uh, the experience of an immigrant, but I am a product of an immigrant. And um, to adjust this question, I would rephrase it as, how do you deal with turning off that mindset of needing to work for survival? Now, including the immigrant part, I would, you know, tell you what I've told a friend of mine um, a long time ago. I told my friend, because we were both products of immigrants, we need to not work harder, but to work smarter. Our families did that for us. Our immigrant families did that for us. They worked harder than we possibly ever probably will. Coming to a country with not learning, uh, you know, not knowing the language, overcoming these barriers, understanding different currencies. Like, there's just so much more than it is just in the hard work. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're moving your whole lifestyle and learning a whole different culture, trying to fit in and trying to provide. That's a lot of work, people. I can only imagine the, the struggles and the obstacles that comes with that. Now... You know, how do I deal with turning off the mindset of needing to work for survival? Work smarter. Be realistic. Don't set unrealistic goals for yourself. First and foremost, you need to take care of your basic needs, which are your housing, your food, your clothing, and your intimacy. And by intimacy, I mean sex. That's going to really help you to turn off that survival mindset. Once you finally have those pillars taken care of, it will allow you to start looking in a lens outside of survival. Not wondering how am I going to get my next meal. Not wondering if you're going to be able to pay rent. It's hard to focus on other things in your life when the things that basically mean, you know, life of enjoyment or life of survival, those particular things cannot possibly, you cannot possibly focus on the other things in life if that's not what you have. So my answer to that question, how do you deal turning off that mindset of needing to work for survival is to take care of your basic needs. If you're not employed right now, just find whatever work you can get to take care of what you need to take care of. Because it does something to you. When you're not able to take care of yourself, you don't have that independency, it does something to you. You do beat yourself up. You do feel um, not you. You know what I mean? And if that's not you, then that's really going to affect you in a way that 
you know, you, you won't really understand unless you're really going through it. For the last question, this question, I like this question. Is your mindset in your way or is it your gateway? I think that's a great question. And I think that question really sums up this episode. I really do believe your mindset can be your worst enemy. I do believe that your, your mind will um, hold you back from allowing you to achieve or be the person that you want to be. You know, when you start thinking about others, you start, you have, you know, you think of others and their opinions, you think of your image, you think of where you should be rather than where you're at and being realistic with yourself, your mind can definitely play tricks on you and hinder you. But it also can be your gateway, just like I explained in the story. It really, it really comes up to you, you know, until you really decide to make that switch in your, in your mental to progress and to be different, to try something different, it really can be your gateway. I mean, the story that I shared the first six months, my mindset was in my way. I was in my way the whole time. That remaining six months, my mindset was my gateway. If it wasn't for me switching my mindset, I would have not enjoyed the process. I would have never uh, looked at me working at the pot farm like, you know, this is just a just as, this is just the moment in my life that I'm going to appreciate for the rest of my life. I did realize and have that awareness that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity I would never had the opportunity of having if I wasn't in that current position. So I was that much more appreciative and that much more excited to go to work every single day. I knew that that, was, that job wasn't going to be forever, but I enjoyed it for the meantime. Sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you just got to enjoy the moment where you're at, whether that's not your end goal or not. Sometimes you just got to be like, hey, this is where I'm at. This is not where I'm going to finish. This is not where it's going to end. But this is where I'm at and this is what I'm going to enjoy. And I'm going to enjoy the present moment. So I agree um, that your mindset is both. Your mindset can get in your way and your mindset can be your gateway. It's all up to you, people. If you want to be a better version of yourself, it really starts with your mind. It really starts with that conversation you have with yourself. All right. So I hope you enjoy that episode. Thank you again for tuning in. Please check out my social medias. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, check out my website, joelsmind.com, for that ebook. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you. Uh, stay tuned uh, on my socials to hear about what we'll be going next into our next episode. Thank you. Stay positive. Continue to be a better version of yourself. Give yourself rest. Give yourself grace. Make sure you eat. Make sure you get enough sleep, drink your water, and be kind. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to those around you. Because you never know what's going to happen. We're not promised tomorrow the shit. We're not even promised the next hour. Okay? So just shoot for happiness. All right? Y'all have a good night. Good morning. Happy birthday. Take care. I love you.